This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to my warning television program, radio program, shortwave program, as well as our social media on Facebook. So welcome. Never in my lifetime has faith been so needed and so very important. The world has experienced a hyped, exaggerated virus, classifying it as a pandemic to close down the world's economies. Elite powers are trying to manipulate the nations of the world to joining a new world order and taking a mark, making an allegiance to their man of peace. There have been many viruses far more dangerous and deadly than COVID-19. Yet they chose this time to try and topple the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and the Republican Constitution of the United States of America that stands in the way of a global government and tyranny. As our freedoms will be stripped away, forcing citizens and nations to loyalty or imprisonment and death. We have never seen this type of situation ever in the United States as we're facing right now. We're living in dangerous times, troublesome times in America and around the world. Christian freedoms and liberties are being attacked. The evil conspiracy of satanic Luciferian cabal system is involved in betrayal of our nation's sovereignty and pushing for a one world government, a new world order. This system includes banking, fraud, counterfeit religions, corrupt governments, secret societies, pedophilia rings, a new age spiritual mix of occult practices and symbolism. Freemasons tree, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderbergs, the Club of Rome, the European Union, the United Nations, the liberal news media, Hollywood, and many political leaders throughout the nations, including the Pulp, are involved in this conspiracy to topple capitalism and move us into communism. We as Christians and Jews in America and throughout the nations are on the brink of losing our freedoms. We're on the threshold of severe persecution by evil men in judgment from Almighty God himself. Many people erroneously believe that God puts leaders who rule cities, states, and nations into office. Therefore, we are just expected to accept the inevitable because the leader is God's choice and his will. This conclusion is totally false. Hosea 8.4 states, They have set up kings, but not by me. They have made princesses, and I knew it not. Of their silver and their gold, they have made idols that they may be cut off. God puts the responsibility on you and I to choose our nation's leaders. It's not God who chooses leaderships in the home, business, or nation. Men and women choose who they want to elect, who they want to marry, etc. Jesus does not approve of the behavior of leaders who are liars, adulterers, whoremongers, drunkards, abortionists. Thieves, tribalistic, racist, idolaters, homosexuals, lesbians, agnostics, atheists, narcissists, etc. He did not put Obama into office. The American people, enough of them, put him in. The purpose of his church is to reveal his glory over all the earth. Psalm 72, 19. Genesis 1, 26 through 28. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Luke 19, 13 and Matthew 5, 13. 
God tells Christians to take dominion, subdue, be salt, and make disciples of the inhabitants of the earth. Corruption is everywhere in America and the nations. In America, President Donald Trump just told his attorney general to indict Obama, Clinton, and Biden for illegally spying on his campaign and framing General Michael Flynn by illegally wiretapping. Obama used his communist CIA director, John Brennan, who lied under oath to Congress regarding the illegal spying his department did on the Senate Intelligence Committee. Brennan was instrumental in drafting and publishing an intelligence community assessment suggesting ties between Russia and the Trump campaign. The assessment relied on a 35-page dossier compiled by British former MI6 intelligent agent Christopher Steele and paid by Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Obama appointed far-left judges and deep state bureaucrats to some of the highest offices in the land. He purged the military of 197 military officers who were loyal to the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Obama did this to continually destroy America's republic and move America into the new world order. Former presidents George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton were new world order puppets. Both George W. Bush and Bill Clinton are supporting Biden, a corrupt man whose loyalties are not to America. Ladies and gentlemen, the battle lines are drawn. We will either continue to be a nation under God or we will move into a socialistic Marxist America where Christians and their freedoms will be under attack and eventually we will sure to suffer severe persecution. Look at my 28 prophecies concerning America, which covers civil unrest and civil war and invasion, chemical, biological, nuclear terrorism and or attack. And I named the very cities, economic collapse, natural disasters and much, much more. Look at my website, www.worldministries.org. My message today, the importance of the prayer of faith. Because today, ladies and gentlemen, we need faith more than ever before. You need to understand the word of God, the God of the Bible. What's going to happen? We don't have to operate in fear and intimidation because nothing can touch you unless God allows it. His angels are around us. His, his blood is over us. His Holy Spirit is in us. He can lead us. He can guide us. But we are in the end time battle. All of the old time prophets, the Bible says, wish they were living today to fight this final fight to usher in Jesus Christ as he returns to earth. I was born for this fight. I hope you can say you were too. Now we stand up for Jesus. Now we extend the kingdom of God. We should have been doing it for a long time. But if you haven't, start now. Express your faith, share your faith, stand up for what's right, and make sure you vote. Vote for President Donald Trump because he is standing in the way of the new world order. He's against the Democratic, Marxist, socialist, communist ideologies, their policies, and what they're going to do if Biden takes over. The importance of the prayer of faith. Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes 
that those things he says will be done, he will have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatsoever things you ask, when you believe, pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Mark eleven twenty two through 24. New King James Version. Have faith in God. For most assuredly, I say to you, believe, if you believe. That word believe means to adhere, trust, rely, and obey. Do we believe in the word of God? If you understand the word of God, you understand eschatology, then you don't have to be afraid. These things were prophesied would come to pass. We know what the future holds. There is a great battle. There will be a new world order. But we stand up for Jesus Christ in righteousness. And the blood won't be upon us. And we have eternal life. The Bible says and tells us in James 5, 15. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. When we understand how the prayer of faith works, we can pray it for ourselves in every time of need. There are four aspects to this prayer that have guaranteed assurance of an answer when properly applied. The Lord himself has authorized the person praying to believe that their prayer is answered. And he says, he will give it unto you. We pray according to his will. We don't pray according to our will. If we pray according to his will, it will be done. Jesus did not fall to the temptations of Satan and just jump off the mountain to prove he could because you don't tempt the Lord thy God. And that's what Jesus told Satan. But when we pray according to his will, there is authority if we believe, adhere, trust, rely, and obey. Do we believe? Do we adhere, trust, rely, and obey the word of God? Do we follow the word of God? I believe in it. That's how come I've prophesied so many things what will happen and why I know what is coming upon the nations is because the word of God has warned us. It's warned us. Plagues are coming. Over 2 billion people will die. But we don't have to be a victim of those plagues if we stay under the blood. Just like his people were not a victim of the plagues in Egypt. They stayed under the blood. But if they disobeyed Moses' instructions to stay under the blood, to stay in the house, they would have been struck dead as well as the firstborn of Egypt, every household. One, you must determine your desire for victory. You must determine your desire for victory. Whatsoever things you desire. When Jesus met the paralytic man of 38 years at the pool of Bathsheba in John 5, 1 through 9, he asked the man, do you want to be made well? God has promised to give us the desires of our heart. But we must make up our mind what we want from the Lord. It must be a sincere desire, not a take it or leave it attitude. Hey, Sarah, Sarah, what will be, will be, you know, Doris Day. Ancient Allah, Islamic, what will be, will be. I don't believe that. I don't believe what will be, will be. We don't have to go along with that philosophy of life. We can take authority. We can curse generational curses. We can touch the throne room of God. We can see the issue of blood stop. 
We can see blind eyes opened. We can take control over the situation. Amen? Our desire must be in keeping with God's general will revealed in Scripture, otherwise called the desire of the righteous. Proverbs 10, 24, the desire of the righteous. Righteousness is wanting to do the will of God. Selfishness is wanting to do the will of man. What do we desire? I want to do the will of God. I've dedicated my life to do the will of God. And many of you have been with me by now 22 years because you are also desiring to do the will of God, to extend the kingdom of God. We are in this fight for the right motives to represent Jesus. And if Jesus' will is done in America, innocent people are protected. The innocent prosper. But if the righteous don't lead, evil men bring persecution on the righteous. You've been working with me for 22 years, many of you, to extend the kingdom of God and protect the innocent. And God bless you. Number two, you must decide the time of the miracle. Is it going to happen? Whatever things you desire when you pray, there must be a time when we release our faith or believe to receive the answer. In Mark 5, we have the story of the woman with the issue of blood who decided the time she would receive her miracle. She said, if I touch his garment, I shall be healed. Another example is the centurion, Matthew 8, 5 through 11, who said, speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Whenever you have a, quote, believe that God answered your prayer, putting it in the past tense, you can assuredly pray and believe God is with you. Before you see the evidence of the five senses, see, hear, touch, smell, taste. You know, sight, hearing, touch, smell, and taste. The Amplified Bible in Hebrews 11.1 1 says that faith, perceiving as a real fact that which is not yet revealed to the five senses, you haven't seen it, felt it, tasted it, touched it, or smelled it yet. But you believe it is yours, just as real as when you do experience the manifestation. Some of you know, I used to have a sound man, Bob Peterson. He was a cross-dresser. And I didn't, he wasn't my sound man as a cross-dresser. But a man that's been with me 22 years, he's not in the room today because he's traveled but uh, he invited me to his house for Thanksgiving and my family. I first turned it down, then I re-accepted it. Peterson turned it down, then he accepted it. Now, my colleague wanted to see if God would use me to discern his friend's condition and get him delivered over Thanksgiving prayer. Now, this is normally not the time. Family and friends, uh, were you there, Steve? Family and friends, Thanksgiving meal, a lot of people at the house. And he asked me to pray. And as I started praying, I opened my eyes and looked at him. And I started prophetically talking over his life. Take those earrings out of your ears. He had golden earrings. I took him in the living room, got him delivered. And I said, in two weeks, you're going you're gonna to try to smoke. And God's going to deliver. You're going to drink and you're going to get sick. 
Now, he smoked something like three packs a day, uh, and he's, he also drank several packs a day. Two weeks later, he picks up a cigarette, gets deathly sick, takes a drink, vomits. He was instantly set free. I gave him the exact day. Why? Because God gave it to me. Whatever things you desire when you pray. Again, Hebrews 11.1. 1, faith perceiving as a real fact that which is not yet revealed to the five senses. Number three, don't touch the answer. Or you lose. Don't doubt. Some people want to touch, doubt, change the answer. Don't doubt the answer. Mark 11.23. And shall not doubt in his heart. Shall not doubt in his heart. What does it mean to doubt? It means to be of two minds. And James 1 tells us that a double-minded man shall not receive anything from the Lord. Double-minded. We must believe that God is going to do it. I could tell you so many, so many Miracles that have happened from the blind to the deaf to the dumb to the people that are in crutches to the MS. Either they had a direct word or I had a word or we both as I was praying and faith arose and they came up and boom. Now, I believe they would be healed. They believed. And the miracle happened. I remember in Jamaica. Dr. Mike Yoda was there. And uh, he has never seen anything like it. And I haven't seen anything like it either. We were in Kingston. I was preaching. And a powerful service in Kingston, Jamaica, in an Assembly of God church. And I, I, I never preached a sermon like this. And I said, the title was, Are You a Chicken or Are You an Eagle? Well, if you walk with the chickens and talk with the chickens and eat with the chickens and fellowship with the chickens, you're a chicken. But if you walk with men of God and talk with men of God, you, you, you get the point. Whoever you spend time with, you become. That's why it's important that you hang out with the right people. But uh, do you become a mighty uh, warrior, a leader, or are you just a, a chicken always doubting everything and criticizing what you don't understand? Anyway, we had tremendous service. People were slain in the spirit all over the church. A lot of deliverance and healing. Anyway, we're on our way across the other side of the, the nation, and, it, and we had four flat tires. Four flat tires. <laughs> and I looked at Mike and I said, you know, God is going to do something powerful tonight. And he said the same thing. Because it looked like we couldn't get there. Even a dump truck, a heavy dump truck uh, that is used to lay gravel and, and just, I don't know how many tons rolled in front of us. And we both looked at each other and said, we could have went to heaven right now. <laughs> But we knew God was going to do something because Satan was trying to stop us from ever getting there. Now, I was going to the largest tent meeting in the nation, 5,000 people, and they had sung, you know, sung songs, everything, just basically wasting time, hoping I would show up. And I was very late. And so I walked in the, walked in the tent, and they just introduced me immediately. Come on, the platform, take over. Well, I preached a very strong prophetic message. Uh, nothing about healing or just a strong prophetic repentance message. People flooded the altar for salvation and then people flooded the altar for healing. We did not leave that tent 
until midnight. Why? Because every single person, every single person, the blind, the deaf, in crutches, every single person got healed that night. Totally blind, water pouring out, and they can see. They were right up front, and I was on a huge platform, and they couldn't see me. Fell over, water poured out. Now they can see everything in that huge, huge tent. I've never seen anything like it. Faith had risen. We knew God was going to do something. God wanted to show himself. I got so tired of praying, and I was hurting. I, I, I preached all morning, traveled all afternoon to, to, into the evening, and I was tired. And virtue was coming out of me as I prayed, and I was tired. I was hurting, hurting. And Mike said, you better quit. You're going you're gonna to die, Dr. Hanson. You're going to die, Pastor. And uh, you got to quit. I said, Mike, I can't quit. I've never seen anything like this. Every single person is healed. Every person in wheelchairs, everything, they're healed. And I, and I, I don't know how many times I, I was hurting so bad that I kneel down, people would pray for me, I get up and keep praying. This is the God we serve, the God of miracles. There's a time, there's a place for your miracle. Do you believe? Can you touch God? Don't doubt the answer or you lose it. Again, two minds. Double-minded man should not receive anything from the Lord. When we are double-minded, we go from one belief to another, back and forth. We believe the prayer is answered based on the word of God. Then we switch and believe it isn't because we don't see it or feel it yet. When Peter doubted the word of God in Matthew 14, 29, it was because he saw the wind and the waves blowing and he became afraid. Losing his miracle of walking on the water. Observe the word of God only and not your five senses. And you'll see miracles. Peter started to rely on his five senses. He was double-minded. First, he's walking on the water. Then he takes his eyes off Christ. Point number four, declare the end result before you witness it. Mark eleven twenty three. he shall have whatsoever he saith. When Jesus cursed the fig tree in this story, he declared, quote, the end result, unquote, saying, no man shall eat fruit from you again. Mark eleven fourteen. The fig tree died at the root and withered away. After you have prayed the prayer of faith, you must declare it's done. Speak of it as though it was already in manifested form. This is the final step in the process of praying in faith. I know that Jacqueline just returned a book on Letta and Hansen. And, and this is a live audience. It's my staff and families. We're holding a service here in the Chapel of World Ministries International, our Bible school. And, and you could see Letta really walked in faith. And she inspired, as I watched her growing up, she was a missionary in China. She went with us as a missionary to Hawaii. But incredible woman of faith who believed it and declared it and saw her miracles. She was supposed to several times go to the hospital or, or she would die and she would refuse. And other missionaries would pray for her thinking oh, she's dying and beg her to go to the hospital. She wouldn't go. She stood on and God raised her again and again back to health. 
Went to be with the Lord once. God brought her back. Showed her a bag of seed. Took it off his shoulder and said, you will now go and sow the rest of the seed. She says, I don't want to go back, Lord. Boom. Instantly in the body. And she sowed the seed. Became a missionary in two other countries. A woman of faith who declared things before it happened and received it. Anyone at any time can pray the prayer of faith and receive the answer by following the steps that Jesus used in his faith life. He is our example of a man who lived and walked by faith. He spoke with confidence and authority. Jesus knew the will of God and spoke it into existence. Jesus could discern if a person was touching God. He could discern it. You will live. You are healed. You are delivered. We need to be able, one, pray the prayer of faith. We are in times that we need faith right now. We need to know how to pray the prayer of faith. I could tell you so many stories of people coming and wanting to rape or kill, and God blinds their eyes. I could tell you other stories of angels appearing, surrounding the person and protecting them. We need to understand the importance of praying the prayer of faith. We could be entering into some very troubling times. This is already troubling in America, what you're seeing. Lawlessness abounding, especially in the democratic states. We need to understand the prayer of faith. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. We need to believe in God with all of our heart. To rely, adhere, trust, and obey. Rely, hear, trust, and obey. Do we rely on God? Do we adhere to him? Do we trust him? Do we obey him? Again, determine your desire for victory. Two, you must decide the time of the miracle. Will it happen? Do you believe it's going to happen? Three, don't doubt the answer. Don't doubt. God is all powerful. God can do it. And I believe God wants to do it. Four, declare the end result before you witness it. Conclusion, I'm healed. I'm healed. The answer is on the way. In two weeks, on Wednesday, you'll be delivered from cigarettes, from alcohol. Because God gave me that time, two weeks, he'll be delivered. Be led by the Holy Spirit and then follow through. State it, believe it, receive it. 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248. That's our telephone number at World Ministries International. You could send a check if you don't want to call in, give a donation by credit card. WMI, PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. And my website, www.worldministries.org. May God richly bless you. Walk by faith.